Hey guys, it's Ted from the Reno Podcast again. Sorry, I got a scratch. Sorry, I got a scratch. Um, this is part two of the conversation that I had with Make Your Momentum's Chuck Kasemi. Um, Chuck is a great guy. Uh, like I said in the first one, I've known him for many years and I've gotten some feedback from people actually face to face. So one person I know has listened to it, uh, this anyway. Um, and she said, he sounds so friendly. I want to go buy some of his things. Please do make your momentum.com. That's M A K E Y O U R M O M E N T U M. Make your momentum.com. I'm sure he would appreciate it. I know he would appreciate it. Um, Anyway, without any further ado and gilding the lily, part two of Chuck Kissimmee with MakeYourMomentum.com. Nice. Like, like I said, man, I, uh, I, I follow you from afar, you know, and just, just to uh, say I have a friend in you is, is, uh, is nice. You know, it make, it's, it's warming for me, so... You know, like I said, anything I can do to help local businesses uh, get more business, do better, do whatever you need, I'm I'm all over it, man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm easy, easy like that. Easy. Yeah. Do you ever think of doing Wix? It's like a website where you can, a uh, free website for well, simply advertise on your website? I would pay for it. Yeah. If it were me, I would pay for it. But it basically, uh, you design whatever the layout is and it codes everything for you yeah you can add you know your uh buy me a coffee uh buy me a beer uh donate like all of those different things now the oh, problem with those are the percentage that goes to sure. uh you know the percentage that government takes and taxes and all that stuff but sure um there's lots of easy i, I would say easy solutions uh for that it's how much you want to give up on the backside. yeah i don't I'm, i want that um every every when I started this business, like, uh, some, I remember learning that like the most meaningful and successful businesses give back to like a nonprofit. Right. And I found a nonprofit through a little bit of research. Like, like my, when I went through this list, I just, I Googled like nonprofit and I, the first one I got was like blue cross blue shield or something. And I, I called them and I was like, Hey, after 45 minutes on hold, I was like, yeah, I want to, I'm starting a clothing company and I want to like find a nonprofit that I can give like 10% of my gross or net profits to at the end of the year. And, and there was not, there was nothing that that person on that phone could care. They could, that person could care less. They were like, uh, okay. You could uh, have been an astronaut yeah. or an Aboriginal, uh, Australian native or, yeah anything else I, that could have been elon musk they wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't have known right but they were just like okay what do you want from us we'll take a check you can't use our logos you can't do this you can't do that i was like okay well then maybe i should re, like refine my search uh for a nonprofit. so i found a, a local nonprofit that i uh, started donating to that worked with kids with autism and down syndrome not just kids but folks with autism down syndrome speech impediments so on and so forth uh the notable music therapy services yeah 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 directly across the street from where i currently live um they're rad they're yeah, great they uh they teach folks with disabilities how to achieve life goals through the power of music therapy and dance and this that and the other 
Well, and everyone forgets how good you, you said earlier you're a rapper yeah. and have been for a long time. How good the brain works with music. Yeah. And when it hits you a right way, it splits the brain down the middle and you get both sides, the creative side and the math side. Yeah. And it's magnificent how that works. And I got nothing but love for notables. Nothing but love. I think yeah. it's fantastic. They're incredible. And so I got involved with them. Um, and then I got to be on their board. And I was like, at the time, I was the like substantially the youngest dude in the room by 25 years. And uh, man, it was it was awesome to be a part of a, such a great thing. But it was just like, this isn't really kind of my my fit because I want to do fun stuff. Like I, we did a, I, when I was there, I, I convinced them to do a golf tournament. I got super drunk at this golf tournament. Um, <laughs> I was also hosting the golf tournament, and uh, I was just like, man, I don't know if I can do this anymore. But um, where was I going with that? Yeah, so so the whole the whole thing about finding like a, a nonprofit to, to give back to, like I think Patagonia is a, its own hybrid business, um, and... Uh, yeah, all those all those big brands they give back to to their to a cause um i want my make your momentum's a for-profit business but i want the person that's buying the garment to be like the cause uh, um, and that's where my project thoughtful thing kind of comes into play it's like it's giving back to people and people that are entrepreneurs yeah, are entrepreneurs um, that, that have dreams that want to be musicians, that are artists that want to, you know, do this, that are weightlifters that need an extra 200 bucks to join this weightlifting competition or whatever the case may be. People that are driven, I want to inspire driven people to, to chase those those dreams because, man, I'm 40 years old and I still think Oof. that I'm going to be a rapper one day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, he can do it. That's some. That's some new. That's that dude's clever. That dude is clever. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's so in a way, I'm doing it for me. <laughs> so if I could get uh, some local charities to visit your make make your momentum stuff on Instagram, we could do that, and sure. and hopefully you can get some in- introductions, something. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Sweet. You're the man, Chuck. You're the man. Can I buy some shirts? <laughs> I'm all out of mediums, Ted. Oh, I'm not a medium. I'm a large. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm all out of larges. Yeah. Yeah. What about that one? <laughs> um, I got that with my seamstress at the moment. That's a... Uh, oh, that's your... Uh, those are make them this way. We made some sh- we made some hoodies on a on a pattern that uh, on houndstooth. We screen printed on houndstooth on the hoodie itself. Houndstooth is straight. After they were screen printed, um, the screen print was like even being off like the slightest amount makes that thing look so incredibly cockeyed that yeah, it's it looks uncool. Huge. Yeah. So um, those are ones that I that weren't as bad as the others that I had because I pre-sold these. I gave them to the customer, and after um, the ones the ones that I got back that the ones that were severely cockeyed, which was a majority of of the of the run that I did. After we kind of found out that okay, we need to make some patches and sew them over these. Um, 
I asked the folks that I had pre-sold them to to get those back because this is substantially better. So the ones that you're looking at are ones that I need to go get uh, corrected. The patches to the better. for Yeah. Yeah, they're, those are cool as hell, man. Those are neat. Yeah. And I didn't think houndstooth was... Um, it's not flattering for big people because it doesn't really. It's like it's it's a it's a, makes you dizzy and yeah. it makes you dizzy like, especially if the lines aren't straight and the lines aren't straight yeah. on a big dude, yeah. right? And uh, I put one on, looked in the mirror, I was like, can't do it. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize how cool Houndstooth was until I binged watched Seinfeld. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't even think about that. And Jerry Seinfeld's bedroom, his sheets and his blanket and his pillowcases, houndstooth. They're all houndstooth, yeah. So when I made those, I was like, yeah, that's going to be cool. That's <laughs> Jerry that's awesome. Seinfeld was doing that. I didn't that. even think about that. Yeah. Well, it has uh, that artist feel, you know, where the birds turn into uh, crops. Yeah. That that whole feel to it. It's, it's really rad. Yeah. they're They're super rad. They're not cheap. I will tell you that. They're like sixty-five bucks. Well, I would say worth every penny. Thanks, man. Yeah, heavyweight. It's a little warm out there. To well, today I'm sitting out here in what is it? The middle of February. It's four hundred degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's freezing in the shade. It's perfect in the sun. Yeah. 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 That's I'm just hoping are. my my bald head doesn't. I've got some hats, dude. Not... Oh, got that's right. Hats. I get some. Do you have? Uh, what do they call them? Uh, old man hats? No. Dad caps. Dad caps, yeah. That's like, uh, it's a, it's a Brett Favre cap. It's a Wrangler commercial back-of-the-pocket cap. Yeah, I got those. But yeah. I made them primarily in colors for women. I get- women love Are dad. you insulting me? Women. <laughs> w- you, yeah, women, uh, women enjoy uh, dad caps. Yeah. I've found. I, I can't. It, it looks weird on my tiny little head. Yeah. To have a trucker hat, you know, a flat brim, because yeah. I can't pull them over my ears because I got big old taxi cabs, and it looks, it looks funny, like to have this big hat on such a tiny little head. I've heard that. I've so, heard that. like, uh, I have a Padres cap that is fitted, and I've had for fifteen years. Yeah. Um, and it's fitted, and it's perfect, and it's, you know, one yeah. of those one of those things. It's like curved bill, low profile. Yeah, seven maybe. It's a seven, it's maybe. A seven. Seven and a quarter. It's a seven. Like it's a tiny. You know, I I don't have the biggest head, man. I'm not the biggest person except for my stomach. <laughs> Give yourself some credit, man. It is what it is. I'm not I'm not bemoaning any of it. I'm just saying, you know, I could do more than one sit up a day. Yeah. Which is getting out of bed. Yeah. Just just saying. <laughs> I was thinking about this other. The other day. Do you remember uh, how times have changed? Do you remember when you could rent a hotel, motel, whatever the case may be, pay a quarter and your bed would vibrate for like five yes. minutes? Yes, absolutely. Where'd that go? You know, that's a good, that's a good question. I had, uh, uh, I, I wrote a blog a long time ago. Uh, I, I said this earlier, I've been sober for 23 years, but that's when awesome. I was actively, actively using uh, I was much younger and we were driving from uh, I grew up in Escondido California in Sandy North County San Diego and we were driving to um, uh, amusement park in Valencia which is called Magic Mountain yeah. everyone knows Magic Mountain it's uh, Wally World for those vacation yeah. fans yeah. Um, we were driving up there and we spent you know the day and it was rad we left at four o'clock in the morning got up you know you had at, at that time in life, you had to literally go through the lot of L.A. because north of 
uh, Valencia is the, a hill and then the Bakersfield. Road, the road to the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I-5. So uh, we were... We were going on the way back. Uh, I smoked a lot back then. I drank a lot back then. I sniffed whatever I could a lot back then. Back then. Yeah. And um, uh, we, we stopped at this motel, and there was uh, mirrors on the ceiling. There was a round bed, and it had the little yeah. uh, coin-operated m- massager on it. Yeah. Uh, and that's my only experience with that. We had There were six of us. Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend stayed in one room, and then the four of us slept on this giant king size <laughs> bed uh, the rest of the the night. It was uh, it was interesting to yeah. say the least. So uh, yes, I do remember those coin operated. Okay. I do remember those coin operated beds. That's, That's funny. I just man, I am a big dude, and I just now got a king size bed, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't think four of anyone could fit on a king size bed. <laughs> well, like I said. Was five nine and buck fifteen, yeah. right? Soaking okay. wet in winter clothes. Yeah, you know it's a buck fifteen, and you know, you know, is is what it is, or was what it was. Thinking I say. Of, thinking back on it now, I guess that uh, because I was a kid when those little coin operated bed vibrators, vibrators, vibrating beds were around. Like thinking it back now, that was probably a super dirty, super sexual. Uh, that had to have been like a sexual thing. I'm, I'm I don't know. I've never, I don't know that I've ever had a conversation past that time with, with those guys about like, what the hell? Why would you have a mirrored ceiling? A, B, why is your bed vibrating? Why is it round? Why does it take quarters and not dimes? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. dimes you figure, I don't know. This was in the mid eighties. So, oh man. Talking about turning forty, I turned fifty in the middle of COVID. Man. So I stood out in our front yard, and people threw toilet paper rolls at me. You know what I mean? Because that was the beginning of the, uh, that was your party. The, yes, yeah, it was me, uh, my daughter, um, and my wife. Because our son had already gone to uh, dance school in Vegas. Yeah. Um, so I stood out there, and people threw <laughs> rolls, rolls of toilet paper at me. So. Yeah, yeah. Man, let's let's go over your fortieth again. I think that's oh, man. and not posting on it. Yeah, forty was. Uh, I just feel uh, different. I'm I'm having a hard time embracing it. I'm having a hard time really kind of taking on forty as uh, with a grateful attitude. Um, I'm I'm. It's gonna happen, or I'm gonna see the light at the end of the tunnel but man i am not the weird thing is is i'm not a kid anymore i i thought at 40 like there the voice in my head wouldn't be immature and wouldn't sound like a child and wouldn't say well pants that guy or (laughs) push that chick or whatever you know the case you know yes yes i do it hasn't changed i still want to pants people and uh push people over (laughs) in a playful way in a fun way but I still want to throw people over my shoulder and my back. And run around. Man, but that voice hasn't changed. And uh, and my sister told me something the other day. She's like, well, the good news is you're the you're the youngest you're ever going to be right now. Right? Now. right? That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I didn't think and, about that. Uh, and it, if, if this reality is not real and time's not real, then... Uh, 
And she's right. <laughs> you know? If this Matrix is... Uh, right, if they hit reset again on the Matrix? I don't know, man. Time is, is an, If time is an illusion, this this doesn't matter. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still coping, and uh, I'm going through the grieving process. So... <laughs> Well, I still think I'm 35, so, yeah. and I will probably forever. Yeah. I'm still that idiot. <laughs> Luckily, I was sober when I was 35, and I'm yeah. not going back to 25, because nobody wants that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when uh, I turn 50 and you turn 60, we, uh, we go have a beer. Okay. Yeah. All right, well. I haven't had a beer in a year, but I did have six bottles of wine on Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you personally, or was it you with a group of people? It was me and a buddy. We uh we were paying corkage fees on ten dollar bottles of wine at random bars we went to. I, I stopped drinking a year ago. Nice. <laughs> yeah, a year ago last week. But I did have a, on Christmas. We I, I did celebrate with uh with some booze. Okay. Yeah. Wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing nothing at all wrong I don't with that. I think so. I mean, I, it hurt my heart to know that I was breaking. There was like this feeling of. You know, when you let your hair grow or when you stop drinking or whatever you do for like a long period of time, the longevity of it, you really want to kind of keep that streak going. But when you break it, it's kind of like, well, shit, there goes a year. But in the grand scheme of things, like what's it does, if you have a control, if you have control over it, anything's good in moderation. What's the point? What's the harm in enjoying it? Yeah, for me. There is no moderation. So that I word know. moderation doesn't exist. I agree. So it's either on or off. It's a fire hose or it's off. I completely agree. And that, and that but that's only for me because uh, my experience is whenever I tell anyone that uh, I don't drink, you know, X amount of years, whatever that is, I always turn into uh, a psychologist for them. Well, you know, I don't, I don't drink all that much. I don't do this. I don't do that. But, you know, hey, uh, you know, I don't slap Sally anymore. You know, yeah. it's okay. Uh, you know, I start drinking, Sally better run. You know, that kind of stuff. It's I not. Totally get it. Yeah. But at 23 years of being sober, you don't, uh, you have, do you have the mindfulness to, at this point, being 23 years sober, to like have a couple beers? If you, I mean, it's it's on or off for you, right? Yeah. And I've debated it. It's, it's not on. the one, it's the 10th for yeah. me. And I have to look at it that way. Um, and Juliet and I have had discussions about this. I'm not in the same place. Yeah. Because uh, you've grown. Emotionally, 23, physically. 23 years later, like you are a different I am. I am a completely different person. And she, she says uh, at times... I don't think it would hit the same. And she's yeah. probably right. I don't want I don't want to put myself in a position um that my thinking changes on that. The Hulk is in there somewhere hidden. Well, it, yeah, and that Hulk is a crackhead, man. Is he? Uh well, not literally a crackhead, but a meth head. A closet meth head. Is he? Yes, absolutely. I went to rehab for meth Did many you? years ago. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, I was 103 pounds, same height I am now, 103 pounds. I am not 103 pounds. Yeah. Um, I looked, 110? Yeah, that's right. I'm 110 <laughs> with an 85-pound belly. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, it, and it's, I don't know if it's the fear of, I'm sure psychologically that there's an easy answer for, for that. It's the fear of you know, being out of control or the fear of unknown or the fear of known because... Who knows what that 
brings on the other side. I know what it did. I don't know what it will. This this side. So I I just you know chop and separate. I don't yeah. you know. My biggest fear is uh, you know one beer turns into uh, it changes the day. One beer will change where I planned on taking the day, being productive and. And the next thing you know, we're driving or whatever the case may be. And my uh, my biggest fear in drinking is uh, is not having the sense to not drive. And uh, and I think I'm not trying to damn sharing too much, but we've all been there and we've all maybe drove when we shouldn't have. Um, but my that's the reason why I don't drive anymore is the dumb decisions I make and not having the common sense to not do it to not drive yeah and that's my biggest fear is going to jail or killing i mean god i said can you cut that out my biggest fear is killing someone yeah impairing someone harming someone um who cares about me but uh and you know and all the negative shit that comes with absolutely making absolutely i agree with you cutting it off is for me is the right thing to do but um because that after that first beer, like who knows what, what you're a beer, one shot of Jägermeister. Come on, man. Yeah, it's nice and warming, especially on a cool evening. Was Jaeger around 23 years ago? Oh my God! Yes, of course. Because they've been pumping Jaeger for yeah, oh, 12 years, 10. My years? Uh, my brother went to uh, Louisiana Tech, and he graduated high school in that. 80 early 80s i want to say 83 yeah so back then louisiana was the only state that had uh codeine in it uh so they imported the old school jägermeister that you would have seven or eight and you're floating you know what i mean like down a river yeah and you're sitting in a chair you know (laughs) so yeah, it's not. They even had those coolers, you know, where yeah. you put your little shot glass yeah. underneath it and set those up. Yeah. But, you know, I had a friend, actually, he comes back tomorrow from Key West, where I moved here from. Yeah. Oh, that was bad for my liver. Bad, bad, bad for my liver. I went um, to Germany uh, ten, year, 10 years ago, and uh, my brother, I, my brother, my dad's first son um, my brother Bajan coolest dude ever um, his mom lives in Germany so we would go we went and visited we had a place to stay in Germany so it was just really affording a ticket to go and not having the burden of the financial burden of like, housing a place to stay yeah or uh, staying in the youth shelters and yeah the hostels yeah which is I, I did that once a long time ago, and I, I don't know that I'd ever do that again. Yeah. It was a little weird, sketchy yeah. in the 80s. It's I think we stayed at a hostel. I think, man, my memory's so bad. Um, but uh, weirdly enough, we we had some, my brother's friends that he, he'd go back every year, and we had a, we had his friend, we visited his friends, and they kept a bottle of Jaeger in the freezer for when their American friends came to town. Mm-hmm. Because they don't drink that shit. Yeah, because it's cough syrup. <laughs> they they like they let us know. They're like, we bought this for the rare occasion some American would come, <laughs> and we're in there talking in English. They're like we were, it's it's great. It's great because you get to we get to practice our English with you, and you get to get this shit out of our freezer. <laughs> I remember uh, I remember going to the grocery store. A bottle of Jaeger was like ten dollars, ten U.S. dollars. Uh, it was they don't care for it yeah. at all. 
Yeah, that's, well, I certainly don't care for it either. And actually, it gave me, uh, towards the end, it gave me such bad heartburn uh, that I switched to Rumpelmintz and Goldschlager, which is far worse. Uh, A salute, quote, a solution, end quote. Goldschlager. Rumplements, Rumplements is great. It's a, it's a mess. It's yeah. a mess. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. For sure. You good, man, Chuck? You're good, man. And that's my boy Chuck. Uh, you know, I said uh again. Damn it. Go to makeyourmomentum.com. Check out Chuck's video of a good rap that he does in a chair. I'm not sure where the video was shot, but, um, he's fantastic. So anyway, go support, uh, local shirts and local artists do what you can for our community. All right, Reno, that's it for now. We'll see you. Peace.